Welcome to the Bars FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to The Unseen War. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and it's Wednesday, July 13th in the year 2022. A lot of things continuing to shake around in the crazy world that we're in. Hunter's laptop continues to be an obsession with people apparently wanting to look at his junk. I'll tell you, I've never seen stuff like this. It's so crazy. Why people get, it's disgusting. It's everything on there. That's all that needs to be said. We just have a continued crazy world and it really a big question of not how we're going to change the government, but how we're going to reset this moral bankruptcy that's infected our nation. Patriots, before we begin, there's a lot of changes that are going on in the financial world and we're going to be talking some about that tonight as, a, as well. But one thing that's very important is to preserve your wealth and the way to do that is to deal with the folks at Birch Gold. Patriots, we have been witnessing the economy slowly go through a death spiral and the fed has boxed itself in the economy is in dire straits and thanks to a loose money policy there's no end in sight apparently you just can't spend trillions every year without repercussions and now in an attempt to play catch up the fed is raising rates and plans to do it seven more times this year we're already starting to see the ripple effects in the housing market as people's buying power diminishes what are you doing to protect your money Have you considered what could happen if the stock market continues to fall or worse, crashes? Don't wait until that happens. Take some of your profits from the stock market now and solidify them with gold from Birch Gold. Throughout history, gold has maintained its value better than any other investment in the world. So text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898. Again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to the number 989898. 9898 for a free zero obligation info kit on holding gold in a tax sheltered retirement account. Again, text BARDS to 989898 and secure the gains from the hard earned capital that you have. Join the thousands of Happy Birch customers, the countless five star reviews, and an A rating from the Better Business Bureau. Birch Gold, they're professionals, they're some of the best in the market. So again, text BARDS at 989898 to protect your future with gold. Well, Patriots, as you probably know, we are in all sorts of crazy, confusing times. It's difficult to focus on really what their main objective is. And by the way, that's probably by design. As they try to keep people off balance, moving this way or that, unable to identify really what the real subject is. And ultimately, as they say, follow the money, which is so important. Our banking system is the biggest shift of all. And one of the biggest things that's happening as we watch the dollar implode is how to keep people from panicking and doing a run on banks. They don't have the money to back your money in the bank. It's that simple. If everybody in the United States went to the bank today and asked for their money, they would start shutting down banks overnight. Where we saw that happen was in Canada. When the Canadians themselves decided to to back the truckers with a true social action, which was to withdraw their money from the banks, banks began shutting down across the nation. 
That's called getting a run on banks. And this system is fragile right now. The dollar has been pivoted now off of the petrodollar for the world's single, single currency, the reserve currency. Saudi Arabia is now moving away from that. It's moving to accept the Chinese yuan. And other trades are going on in, in rubles backed by gold. The BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa are all moving their currencies towards a gold standard in which they're, we're now seeing the emergence of what we call a multipolar world. The unipolar world, which was dominated post-World Cold War, Cold War was the collapse of the Soviet Union, which we had a bipolar world, which we had two nuclear powers, the Russia and the United States, each kind of pointing missiles at each other. And ironically, what has followed from that is a is a continuation of that breakdown of that that world as we merged more towards a unipolar world where all of the U.S. interests were being dominated across the world through the leverage of wars and our military. Sadly, what has happened here in that sense is our military has been turned into a pretty wicked fighting instrument for the sake of making people comply to the Federal Reserve note, all in the, all in the name of national security. And that's really, if you want to go back to where the WMDs in Iraq, in, in the Iraq war, what the WMDs were, that weapon of mass destruction, was the fact that Iraq was now going to accept euros and not trade oil exclusively in the U.S. Federal Reserve note. What that, all of these pieces that you start to look back at, you'll start to replace noble wars fighting terrorism with the real motive, which is, again, that, that hidden aspect, which is always to force countries into complying to the U.S. dollar. So right now, in the midst of all this chaos, they have been going through a very systematic process of social engineering people to a new way of being. That social engineering process has been focused on the Western countries. This is very important. It's the Western countries that have been controlling the debt system. And it's no, the irony can't be lost on the fact that it's the Western countries where the major measure of the war against the people was waged by the pharmaceutical industry, the governments, the corporations, and the banking cartels to wipe out the population. The bottom line is that in order for these elites to sustain power in the West, they have looked towards a future where people will be hybridized into a transhuman model, which will give them a fighting chance against the rest of the world and ultimately give them a, a technological advantage over the rest of the world. The land of the free becomes the land of the transhumanists. And people themselves that aren't going to comply would be eradicated, and their plan originally was to eradicate them through a shot those worthless eaters, those non-compliant fools. And that injection bioweapon has been systematically working to wipe out a major portion of the population. We're not having the same effects of the injection on countries like China, Russia. And that isn't to say they don't have social issues. China right now is in chaos. The banking system there is falling short. And a lot of that is happening because of the CCP is about ready to be toppled. You can probably expect to see a complete overthrow of the CCP in China in the next two years. And it's interesting because I, this was something in the research I had done back in 2012, 2013, when I was working out of a unit in, at Fort Meade. These things were starting to show up then. 
that China was destined to be broken up, not because of the size of its economy, but by the fact it had so much leveraged debt. So again, that debt economy was eating up China and Chinese are beginning to wake up. And if you've seen some of the footage coming out of China, where their banks now are letting them deposit money but not withdraw money, people are getting outrightly violent. But what's most telling about that is the police haven't been sent in in mass to beat them to death or send them off to camps to have their organs replaced or removed like the Uyghurs. So there is a destabilization happening in China. China has been stocking up on food and resources, as you've probably heard, and people have been saying that's an anticipation of them dominating the world, I think it's more an anticipation of them having a complete implosion of their economy and trying to stay the period of time so that they can hopefully survive it and not have the people overthrow them. Carl Wittfogel wrote a book down in the 1930s describing the dynastic rise and fall of the Chinese power system, and it was always centered on water, which effectively is what we're seeing today in the fact of the rise and fall of the productivity of crops and food and food shortages and famines as dynasties rose and failed to take care of the principal issues of food and water for a country that size, they begin to fall apart. Chinese right now, 30% of their water is unrecoverable. It's that poisoned. And the Chinese have been buying up water in different parts of the country, including Lake Michigan. So, my point of this is the entire world is at a stress point where it's beginning to unravel. Our concern, though we try to keep an eye on the bigger picture, our concern is what's going to happen to us on a daily basis. And that's normal because this is where we live. This is our home. This is a country that we love. And yet what we have seen is the entire incursion of the woke culture, this re- aggressive progressive left mentality, which is no just a nice name for a fascist movement that has seized control of our nation, is driving our country into the ground at an unprecedented pace. Much of that has been accelerated by the fact that the success of President Trump's administration was that they took away much of the reserve within the federal system by spending and by accelerating the economy to in hyperdrive to give people a feeling an experience of what it was like to have a great economy in the United States again. What that did was to drain down the resources they used to pad this economy so that they could sustain this over this transitional period. We're in a hyperdrive right now of collapse. We have an inflation rate that came out today with a CPI consumer price index of 9.1%. Now that's the highest inflation we've seen in 40 years, but It's bigger than that because CPI accounts for many things that we don't typically use in our lives. Not everybody is worried about the cost of education. Not everybody is concerned about the cost cost of retirement homes and other elements within the CPI that don't affect the direct consumer, even though they call it the consumer price index. Real inflation, when you get down to the basics of what I call household inflation, Household inflation is the cost of gas to put in your tank. It's the cost of fuel to keep your house warm and the electricity to run it. The cost of a gallon of milk or and the cost of food products, meat in particular. These sorts of the proteins, the vegetables, the, the nutritional pieces of our diet. What is that costing? When we, and then you have the cost of rents and the cost of mortgages. What we see when we start to look at that, in particular with rents, which are now starting to emerge as a major inflationary point since the rent renewals are now seeing an increase in 40 
6% on the average across the nation is we see a household inflation rate of 30 to 40%. That's unprecedented. That's what we determine classify as hyperinflation. And why is that happening? Because the dollar's falling. The effects of COVID were to disguise the implosion of the dollar. And much of the lockdowns of COVID were to keep people conditioned in a state of fear while they quickly and rapidly try to re-engineer a global system of economics and supply chains to better control them in a, play, in a time when all of these things were completely overextended and the world was on the verge of a mass implosion. The one country they are most concerned about is the United States. And the reason for that ultimately falls to two principal issues in our Constitution, the guarantee right of freedom of speech and the guarantee right to, to bear arms, to own and possess firearms. These two things they're mostly worried about because with those two things, you develop in a consciousness of awakening and at the simultaneously, you, under, you have an armed public and the government is afraid of the armed public, hence the reason you also see government agencies arming themselves because they know they're in the wrong. They know that they have raped and pillaged this economy for their own benefit. They know that they've been hoarding food and supplies and underground bunker systems for them to be ready to be able to survive a, a, a massive collapse of the economy while the people ravage themselves on the streets. They've, been in, they've absolutely been complicit in, in, in fueling crime and causing degradation within the city, cities so that people feel unsafe. And then when, the, when that moment happens that people feel unsafe, they defund the police and they try to take away the firearm rights by doing false flags. And they keep people in a constant churning of insanity so that people basically will ultimately go into full chaos and just destroy themselves. The, the idea is to give the power to the criminals on the streets. This is the world we currently live in. And the real fight here is going to center on some bigger things if we're going to get through this successfully. And I believe we will, but we have to be realistic. So let's begin tonight with a short piece, two minutes, on just a perspective of what's happening right now in the banking system. Not everybody will follow this because it references Ripple, XL, XRP, Ledger Technology, which I'll give a brief description about after this. July 21st, 2022, are they gonna hit the great financial reset switch? So we're gonna listen to a video from Christine Lagarde. So the Cameron Scrubs on here put a video, so thank you for that, wanna give him a shout out. I'm gonna show you what she actually says and then we're gonna go through facts, figures, numbers, logic. What we do know, what we do know, is that our whole financial system is about to get flipped upside down. Check this out. <laughs> And it's work in progress, so I'm not going to comment upon it. I know that some, some would like to have details and understand before everybody else, and particularly before the governing council, what the details of that instrument will be. But we decided to reinforce our capacity to properly transmit our monetary policy by dividing, devising a new tool that will be considered by the governing council of the ECB on July the 21st. So she said on July 21st, 2022, trust me, we're hitting the switch, something is changing. A lot of people are saying this is XRP or Ripple, which I'm a huge fan of, but we also have Project Dunbar. But what we do know is that distributed ledger technology and ODL, on-demand liquidity, are the future of banking and our ecosystem. 
Also, we know that Ripple's on-demand liquidity with SBI is dominating the remittance system. SBI has 60% and Ripple is 40% of this partnership. The Bank of International Settlements, check this out, looking at interoperability and cross-border payments. But also dive into Project Dunebar. So Project Dunebar, they say, is competing against Ripple XRP. But there really is no competition in this space. They're all working together to change our monetary system. So whether you believe in Ripple XRP or XLM or Algorand or ISO 20022, the fact is your banking system is switching as you know it. But Warriors, when I was in banking back in 2012, it was already switching. Your job market, healthcare, the way you transact, and the way you do your banking is about to get flipped upside down. Well, here's the deal. They talk about this XR, they talk about the technologies, as he mentioned. What you're basically talking about when you talk about distributed ledger technology is what they call blockchain, which is secure transactions that can be decentralized. All of what he's referencing, though, and Christine Lagarde is talking about is new versions of the CBDC, the Central Bank Digital Currency. Keep in mind that the CBDC is not true distributed ledger technology in the terms of blockchain because your, your transactions are actually monitored by the Federal Reserve and the Federal Reserve has an ability to program what is allowed and what isn't per individual. That's the master AI. So this is one of the things now to, you're going to hear and are, should be hearing a lot about and are hearing a lot about if you're, if you're kind of listening on the fringe of people talking about the new gold-backed dollar and quantum, the QFS, the quantum financial system. We have no idea what the QFS is, only that there's a rumor that the QFS is dealing with some hyper-technology that's space-based that is non-hackable. That's the kind of the general concept of QFS. I don't think it's actually that, but that's what they're saying. However, we haven't seen any indication that QFS is coming. What we've seen is CBDC. And the question everybody has to be asking, should be asking, is are we going to go to a digital currency? I don't care if it's, if it's backed by gold or not. Are they going to try to take away hard cash? Because the whole idea of QFS, even in the in this dream world of some of these patriots that are talking about it, is that QFS will track every single transaction for the good of humanity. Tell me who makes that decision, and then you start to get to the problem. There's a lot of this utopian naivety that's floating around out of here in this idea that we're going to emerge to this new great world suddenly and boldly, and that we're all going to be together. So... To kind of take a deviation from where we are right now, I want to play a piece that's just absolutely insane, but I want you to understand that this is part of the new generation where we identify as anything, and then we'll come back to the banking system in another lens. Listen to this piece. This is just too much. Here we go. Okay, hi, guys. So my name's Dasha. I'm a furry, and I'm going to be teaching you guys some ways that my friends and I meow to one another to communicate when words just seem a little too difficult. So here we go. Okay, so first off, we have the normal meow that we just use mostly to get each other's attention. Meow. Okay, then we have the dissatisfied meow. <coughs> then the angry meow, but we only use this one on rare occasions because overall we're a very happy kid and family. <coughs> then the happy or content meow. Okay, then one of the most important ones for our kitten family is the I want to go potty meow. 
It took me a really long time to master this meow because it it needs to be really specific in order for my kittens to understand. Meow, meow, meow. Oh, shit. Okay, this is the most important meow for me, and it's the I need help wiping meow. Okay, and last but definitely not least is our in heat meow and we use this when we need a little bit more special kitten attention if you know what i mean meow oh meow i need a pit bull i swear i don't even like pit bulls and i would get one just for this patriots i'm bringing this insanity into the discussion tonight because i just want to know should i trust the plan i mean i guess that's part of it right here's the deal we have a group of people in this nation that have literally lost their frickin' mind. They, have, they are broken souls. I don't know what can repair them. I'm going to be honest, I, I'm not even sure Christ would bother. And that may sound blasphemous for some, but I'm telling you, be like, huh? <laughs> right, what in the world? This is crazy. And the reason I bring all this up is when we start talking about this great new era where we're going to emerge as this new humanity, which is a lot of this QFS nonsense that's going out there. How do you deal with that? Because that's not an anomaly. This is part of an entire generation now that feels it can identify as anything. And it is unbelievable that we are in this state, but this is how broken we are as a nation. We are morally and we, we are morally broken, bankrupt beyond imagination. And this is the problem that we have in this current state of our society. And it's rippling across every domain within our architecture of control and leadership. I received a, a, some text messages today from a very good friend. He's one of my closest friends. And he happens to be a Somalia veteran. And he happens to be one of the most knowledgeable people I know on subterranean operations. He's considered to be one of the top in the world. And he's also a, a person I've worked with personally. And I asked him some questions today about the state of our military. And here's the deal. As he has said in these, and it's, we're, to summarize this, it's a disaster. The woke concept is being forced upon every aspect of our leadership in our military and the military itself now is broken. The best leaders have been bailing. If you know General Scott Miller, who I worked with, one of the finest generals we have ever created in our history, he's now retired. General Tony Thomas, who was one of the top generals as well, he was head of Joint Special Operations Command for years, he's now retired. And I could go on a list of amazing generals that we've had that have all retired, all retiring because they believe that this current administration throughout our government does not have their back and they can't trust their decision-making processes. Now, I want to put all this in context because this whole idea that the military is going to save us, put it out of your mind. This fight is ours to win or lose. And it's going to be centered ultimately on where we position ourselves in a moral sense in our nation, which always takes us back to the same place. Are we going to stand on the rock of faith? Are we going to walk within the context of what God demands of us? Or are we going to go off the rails and let the furries take over? So in the middle of this whole fight, 
and this noise and this nonsense that's going on. And there's a lot of pieces out here that are moving. The real change that they're trying to force upon the world is to get us to a place of a new type of banking system. But here's the deal. The banking system they're talking about, the CBDCs, don't reach into Russia. Russia has made an alliance with the BRICS nations. That's, again, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. So what we're looking at is this multipolar world, which President Putin talked about some time ago. I played it two nights ago, his speech, that it is the end of the U.S. hegemony, and it's now the rise of the multipolar world. The irony in that speech is that President Putin was talking about sovereignty in each nation. Please tell me a leader in our nation who is talking about individual nations' sovereignty and their need to exist as they want to. The answer is you will find none. Everybody is wrapped around this conversion of the central bank's digital currency and the unification of control through money. Remember what Kissinger always said. You control the people when you control the food. You control the nation with the energy and you control the world through the money. So the new shift in the new hegemon of the approach appears to be a shift where we wipe out the useless eaters in the West and that wipe out, that destruction, that murder that's happening is being done by the Western leadership. It's being done by the Western corporations. It's being done by Western pharmaceutical. It's been reinforced by the education system that is breaking children, breaking their way so that they are just worthless in their existence. They have no concept of what it is to be human, and therefore they're pliable or terminable, whatever we need them to be. And this new world then injects this new concept of transhumanism that will then replace everything as the common ideology to where instead of trying to become greater as human beings, we, come, we transcend being human beings by transitioning into some sort of hyper existence that merges us with an AI. That monolithic view, or if you want to call temple view, is what is still hanging over us in the West and central to that is to get us into more control systems. And how do you do that? You do that through the banking system. I sincerely doubt if we talk to a furry that is more interested in meowing that they will have much concept of what I just said. Because they're going to be more worried about their meows than they are going to be worrying about the reality of the world. And that is literally how base we have become as a society. We have some real challenges. And if you want to see just how crazy things have gotten, today, the Judiciary Committee, led by the Democrats, unanimously rejected Representative Roy's amendment to increase the penalties for child sex trafficking offenses. Here's part of the discussion about the bill that was cast out by the Democrats today. A question about his amendment. First, I want to thank uh, Mr. Roy for this common sense amendment that deals with the overall issue as opposed to trying to piecemeal this, this out. And uh, I suspect we won't deal with the overall issue uh, if, if we continue to piecemeal this out. But Mr. Roy, can you think of any circumstance in which an individual induces, coerces, controls a child and forces that child into the sex trade where that, where that individual, that defendant, that criminal doesn't deserve 15 years in prison. I can. I appreciate the, the question from the gentleman. Uh, he uh, is 
to a former prosecutor who prosecuted for a lot longer than I did, and I appreciate uh, his recognition of that truth. I mean, as a father of two, as a former prosecutor, uh, it defies all belief, uh, all common sense, that you would say that someone who traffics a child in the sex industry actually puts a child into that environment for that child to be sexually abused, that that individual should not have a minimum sentence of 15 years. I don't think there is a prison, a hole underneath a prison deep enough to throw that individual. I would agree with that, but why bother? Just give him a millstone and be done with it. But again, when when there's trying to be substantive changes, the corruption and infection within our system is so severe that they will block it at every turn. And so with that, you have two things happening. You have some change that's happening, like we have seen with the Supreme Court, and in particular, the destruction of Roe versus Wade. But when they don't win, when they lose that way, then what their next step is, is to fan the flames of insanity to try to get people to be violent. It is said today that they've now put out a statement that they want to see the Supreme Court justices never, they, meaning the left, never to be able to rest, ever. They want them to never be able to find a peace of mind. And it that's fueled on by some of the crazy stuff like this from Liz Warren, Pocahontas. Right now, those crisis pregnancy centers that are there to people who are looking for pregnancy termination help outnumber true abortion clinics by three to one. We need to shut them down here in Massachusetts and we need to shut them down all around the country. You should not be able to torture a pregnant person like that. <laughs> I'll tell you, what they will say and who, who believes them is stunning to me. But it happens, and that's the insanity we live. All along here, the world is literally changing, and it's all the economic structures, and all of these things are being done to keep people's eyes off the ball. What's the big things happening? Again, the dollar's imploding. They don't want you to do a run on banks. They would prefer that you not get any food or supplies stocked up because they can take advantage of the ensuing chaos with martial law to enforce change the way they want it. So again, this is where I get back to the whole principle of trust the plan and why it becomes increasingly suspect. Because one of the way to trust the plan is to do nothing and to wait for the whole implosion to happen. And then when that does happen, don't worry, because the military that's now been purged of any good leadership and the police officers who are now have a contract in their obedience to the city, not to the Constitution, they'll fill the gap nicely to enforce what these people want as a way forward. This is the vigilance that we have to have at a local level to affect change. Forget your state and your federal. Those are, that's pie-in-the-sky stuff. Our communities become the most important aspect we have to ensuring the longevity and restoration of this nation. So consider this. Amazon Ring, this is a headline in Zero Hedge. Amazon Ring video handed to the police. So if you know, Amazon Ring video is a video surveillance system in your home, but it works through the Amazon cloud. So the Amazon Ring video was handed to the police without the user's consent 
And that has now sparked this whole crisis of accountability. Well, we've known this has been happening anyway. So now where you are trying to take security of your home and you think that you're you're using an Amazon product, corporations are now merging with the police to create this massive interconnective corporate police state. What you do on that is now subject to Amazon's discretion of whether they will give it to the police or not. The answer is don't use one of their cloud systems, but too many people haven't figured that out yet. The World Health Organization today, gender is not limited to male or female. Wonderful. And we just learned that from a furry. That's great. And we have a the continued war again on us, even through the purchase of land, like farmland. Take a listen to this on Bill Gates. This has caught the attention of billionaire investors like Bill Gates. As of January 2021, Gates was the largest private owner of U.S. farmland. He owns around 269,000 acres across 19 states. Now, bigger need- farmers are continuing to get bigger. Now, I need to put this in context because that sounds like a lot of land, and it is. It's in several hundred thousand acres. But what needs to be put in context is how many acres we actually have under production in the United States. As of, as of 2020, we had over 900 million acres in context. Bill Gates becomes a spot on the map in those terms. The problem is... And this is the deeper problem as private sectors are buying up farmland and turning it into their private production. Farmers who become dependent on a debt cycle economy are being forced not to produce. Furthermore, they're being dictated what they can produce because of the contracts that they have taken through Monsanto and others that are dictating the types of seeds that they can produce and even to what they're allowed to buy from them because they're now tied into an addictive cycle of genetically modified seeds. So what does this lead us to then? Because this is pretty dark, especially when we discover today that Biden's head of the ballot mail-in ballot section is a pedo. Listen to this confession. Somebody who likes young people. Someone that likes young, young. Exactly. And what am I sitting here for? Because I was talking to someone who was young. Right. So what are you? I'm a pedophile. This is the this is Biden's appointed person, like I said, Russell Rappel Schmid, the da- chief data officer of the U.S. Postal Regulatory Commission. He was caught in San Diego, California, attempting to meet with a 14-year-old boy for sex. It was a sting operation run by a local group, and they filmed him when they got him there. That was his confession on film. This is what is running our world and running our government. They are pedophiles. And what I'm going to ask, like I ask every night, is where is the outrage from the LGBT movement? Since these people are all in big support of LGBT and big support of the rainbow flag and big support of male love BS, where's the outrage? But we're not hearing anything. It's mum. And mum is a vote. Just so we say it, we have to get our country back to a moral fabric, a moral framework, a moral foundation. We can't continue to roll off the rails like this. And just to be blunt, as people pray for God to give salvation and mercy to this nation, we're not going to get salvation and mercy on anything until this nation has itself humbled enough to ask for repentance for all the garbage we do. We are still running amok. And that is a, this is the challenge where we are. And, you know, here's another example of this. People talk about standing up against corporations. Well, 
and we use this term woke, go broke, but tell me then why Target is still even being patronized by so many conservatives. Our dollars are our votes. It's one of the most powerful weapons we have in this war outside of prayer. There's something to be said for go woke, go broke, but a company that is incredibly woke, the king of woke, but has not gone broke, is Target. Folks, ladies, please pay attention. They are trying to normalize a transgender lifestyle. They have recently partnered with two businesses and they are selling gender neutral swimsuits. But what's most confusing to me is in the imaging, you will see a gender neutral swimsuit pictured on a man and a woman. Go figure. They show gender neutral sizing, but they do show it on a man and a woman. To go even further into this woke agenda, we are seeing that there are compression bras and packing underwear, compression to smash the titties and packing underwear to show a bulge. I've heard that they have compression underwear as well to hide a bulge. You gotta be kidding. So folks, before you give your money to a company that pushes along this agenda, amongst many others, let's not forget the BLM movement and the anti-police. Let's let's not forget that was two years ago. It wasn't that long ago, but they have led these movements. Don't give them your money anymore. Break the chain. You hear, the, you hear the male voices go up an octave just because of these new underwear. Man, this is insane. And this is happening at your local Target. Take your kids there. That's a great way of giving them an experience. Not. We have to get aggressive on what we, where we shop. And ultimately, shopping goes back to being local and shopping with companies, hopefully family-owned, small businesses that are in alliance with the beliefs that we have. In the gap of that, We have to get innovative and we have to start taking responsibility for ourselves and starting to once again get back to making things as we need it. Not everybody's going to be able to make everything, and that's the idea of community and neighborhood. We have got to rebuild these communities, these cottage industries, and stop going to these big places that are forcing these agendas upon us. We are back in again to this COVID nonsense. And if you haven't heard, corporations are rolling out mask requirements again and they're spreading information about monkeypox. Why in the world would they be doing that? Well, here's maybe a clue. The death rate on the vax is skyrocketing. The dollar's crashing and they're in the process of wanting to shift the currencies and shift the way the banking's being done and they don't want people to have a run on the banks. Hmm. Seems like what you'd need to do would be something like maybe a walk, a lockdown, or maybe we'd need to restrict travel, or maybe we need to fan the flames of another fear so people don't look here but look over there. Sadly, the American public has been so conditioned by this seesaw of back and forth that they're actually in a pattern where they accept it and the adrenaline of what they get from it is satisfying enough for them to perpetuate it and keep it going. It's going to be a hard, hardened crew of, of remnant that's going to have to hold the line to keep this ship from going off the edge. And that means we have work to do on the ground. Fortunately, we are seeing a rise and a good one of common sense morality like this piece right here. I'm fully aware that what I'm about to say is probably going to ruffle some feathers. But if you're a true woman of the outdoors, then this has probably been grinding your gears just as bad as it has mine. 
if you got on any social media app, you see a lot of women sexualizing themselves to stay relevant in the outdoor industry. If you've got to compensate for your lack of skill or ability in an outdoor sport by showing everybody what the good Lord gave you, your biscuits are hanging out, your bridges are so far up your tail, you can pure taste them, then this isn't for you. And if we're being honest, you don't truly like the outdoors. You don't like the reward of a good buck or a good fish. You like the male validation that comes with it. And if you're a true woman of the outdoors, you don't care about all that. You're passionate about it, and you can do it with your clothes on. Yeah, last time I checked, you can hunt with your clothes on. So try it. Who's ever trying to do it otherwise? So this is the morality that we have to get back to. It's respect for one another. It's not doing whatever you want just because you want to do it. Just because we can doesn't mean we should. And unfortunately, what defines a lot of this modern movement of this globalism is I can, so I will. And with that, it's all about me. We don't live that way. We have to live with respect for our neighbors, and this, that's the whole principle of sovereignty is getting back to being responsible and accountable for how we live. And that doesn't mean do everything or anything. That's one of the problems in the past that you've heard people claim sovereignty. Well, I don't have to do that because I'm, I'm a free, free man. Heck with it. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Well, that doesn't work that way. We live together. We live with respect for one another. We treat our neighbors as we would want to be treated. And we protect those that need to be protected, those that have no voice and those that are of innocence. That's a principal foundation of how we need to run this nation. And I'll tell you what, if we just did those couple things, don't even talk about the worship of Jesus yet, but that's coming. Just do those things and watch how this nation changes overnight. So we've got a little bit of work to do, and we're a long ways away from restoring the great America and making America great again, because it doesn't have to do with finances. It has to do with morality, and that's ultimately at the bottom of the unseen war. If we don't win that war, you can have the most prosperous country in the world, and all we're going to be doing again is putting it through a wash-rinse cycle, and then we're going to be right back to the Tower of Babylon without any time. So, Patriots, we're going to do our prayer as we close out tonight. After the closeout, we're going to play Everin's new song. We played it last night. We played it earlier today. But after our normal outro, we're going to play Everin's song, which is called Keep Me. And I just think it's a fantastic piece to share. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you tonight for bringing again this fellowship that we can continue to share and pray. And we do pray for our nation, Lord a nation that is morally off the rails, a nation that is trying to find its way back by a few that is being overrun by the voices of the fools. And so, Lord, we do pray tonight for those that have been lost in this absolute insanity of worthlessness and self-loathing taken into the form of identifying as something other than human, as the perfection of which you gave us. But equally, Lord, we, we pray for the rise of this voice of the remnant, a strong and powerful voice that has to increasingly step in and be heard, that we now need to lead the way. And we ask for those opportunities to present themselves, so that this voice, this love in Christ, this walk that we make can continue to pierce through the darkness so that nothing in dark is left there. It all comes to light. Guide us in this path, Lord, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So, Patriots. We have a lot of work to do. We have a very, very deeply corrupt government. It's not just a, an administration. 
This administration is taking many of the hits because they are the most forward of the perversion of anything we've seen. But this perversion is already rooted into our government. These teachers that came out of the closet, these groomers, they were there under President Trump. I'm not blaming President Trump. I'm saying they were there. They just didn't want to show their face. But now that they've had a friendly face, another pedophile sitting in the office, they're all willing to come out and brag about their grooming, and it's happening everywhere. And these pedophiles, these freaks are all over our culture, and they've embedded themselves in dark places and influential places. We have to root them out. We do that through the legal process of our voting. We do that through exposure with truth. We have to put pressure on them to get them out. They cannot run our government. They cannot influence our kids. They have to be removed, period. They do not have a place in a normal society. And that's the part of resetting ourselves back to a moral culture. I'm sure we can find an island for them all to pack on, and we can make an easy trip for them there. One-way ticket. All right, patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up for our nation. We need a lot of them. But God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. Walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy 
the faith, the devotion which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. All right, patriots. So here is Evren's latest. It's called Keep Me. I was from the world, I was from a time Thinking it was me, thinking it was fine Life was on the brink, I was in the maze Never thought that I would make it through the days Glory to the king, found me on my knees Everything he knows, everything he sees Blessed be the child, living through the veil Now we on the way, now we setting sail Working through the noise, fighting through the lies Through the tribulation, kept me through the trials Living on a prayer, blinded by the cries I was dead and thinking I was on the rise Everyone around me telling me that I would be the one To make it, take it to the top Never have enough, never make a difference Hungry for the mission that would never stop Glory to the king, I was just a pawn Living for the light, praying for the dawn Thinking I was right, grateful I was wrong Life is such a gift, thank you for the song When he called my name, I was so afraid Thought I wasn't worth the price that he paid Now I see the blessing, giving you the praise Knowing you will keep me till the end of days And now I see the ways Your love is so amazing Keep me from the world, keep me in your grace Lord, keep me Keep it from myself, keep it from the hate, keep, keep it from the from pain Keep it from the thunder, living in your wonder, washed in the rain Keep it from the way that I was living, thinking I, I was justified Travel down the road, thought I was alone, now you're by my side Keep, me. keep it from the greed, keep it from the lust, keep, keep it from the from rage Keep me in the word, give me courage every Lord, time I turn the page from the evil, keep me in your love, keep me in this drive. Travel down the road, though I'm not alone, now you're by my side. Lord, 
I wanted all the lights, wanted all the glam, wanted all the fame Hoping everyone would tell me I was number one and I would be the winner of the game Searched under every rock that I found, seeked for the truth, fell to the ground Prayed for the best, lived for the worst, drank till I dropped, still full of thirst Break from the curse, I'm just a man, so much in this life that I don't understand Thought I had it all, thought I had it straight, living in the world, taken by the hate Thought I missed the train, thought that I was late, God's got a plan, he can make you wait Left to my devices, I would surely fail, like a serpent Trying to bite his own tail Like a circle I could never break free Lord give me strength Show me who to be Show me how to love Teach me how to rise Every day's another blessing in disguise I could be the one to go into the flames Heal me from the pain Save me from the shame Send me to the place that I gotta go Praying you will show me what I gotta know Keep it from myself Keep it from the hate Keep it from the pain Keep it from the thunder Living in your wonder Washed in the rain from the way that I was living, thinking I, I was justified. Travel down the road, thought I was alone. Now Lord, you're by my side. Keep me, keep me from all evil. Lord, keep me as I travel down this road. Lord, I'm praying I could be the person that I know you knew that I could be. Lord. I'm asking that you light the path of everyone who's lost out at sea, God. I'm praying that you show me every step I gotta take to make it right. Gotta make it right. Protect us under every circumstance when we need you in this fight, Lord. I'm asking that you guide us all the way to make it back to your life, back to your love, back to your grace. Ears for the word, eyes for the sight, eyes for the sight. And for the many things I need to do, I pray I hear it while I breathe, hear it while I breathe. I promise that I give you everything I got until I gotta leave. Keep it. Keep it from myself, keep it from the hate, keep, keep it from it the from pain Keep it from the thunder, living in your wonder, washed Lord, in the rain keep, keep it from the way that I was living, thinking I, I was justified down Travel down the road, thought I was alone, now Lord, you're by my side Keep, me. keep it from the greed, keep it from the lust, keep, keep it from it the from rage Keep me in the word, give me courage every time Lord, I turn a page from this evil, keep me in your love, keep me in your stride Travel down the road, no I'm not alone, now you're on my side Keep Lord, we're living in a time when it seems like everyone is losing their mind I know keep what it's like to live a life lost, evil. needing to be guided And I pray that you watch over all of us as we travel down this road Lord, watch over this Lord, fellowship and help us carry the weight of this heavy load Keep me from all Lord, evil that seek to destroy those who walk with you in your light and keep us from fear and correct our path in order to know and do what is right. Lord, keep me from evil when I start to lose sight. And keep me from the darkness Lord, of the night. Keep me, Amen. Amen. Keep me from all evil. Lord, would you keep me as I travel down this road? And that's the new one from Evren. Keep me nicely done. All right, Patriots, have a blessed evening.